Don't use any of those clips. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we are streaming to Twitch, though. Uh, on the Twitch. <laughs> no, 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 I edit all this gold, and you just get... Yeah, that's something special. <laughs> Bean <laughs> dee dee. <laughs> mystery hang on to your hopes my friend that's an easy thing to say but if your hope should pass away simply pretend that you can build them again look oh. around the grass is high the fields are ripe it's the springtime of my life seasons <laughs> change with the scenery weaving time in a tapestry won't you stop and remember me at any convenient time funny how my memory skips while looking over manuscripts of unpublished rhyme, drinking my vodka and lime. Cause I will remember. <laughs> Is this Tristan's trippy time traveling tales? <laughs> this is High Mystery, the podcast. <laughs> we get super high, and we and do that. We talk about mysteries. Mm -hmm. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert, and I'm Colin. And if you're watching the Twitch feed, we're Celebrating 420 with you right now yeah, in the present. It's 420, 420. Uh, I have been smoking all day, personally. Uh, I well, we've all been smoking personals. Truth. Personally. But uh, personally, <laughs> I've been personally smoking several personals today already. I started my day with a blunt, and I have had four before this podcast started. Mm. It's only 2 p.m. So. Good job. Happy 420! The 420 gods are, are proud of you, Colin. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got a King Palm here. It's got, I got it in a goodie bag today from Exhalance, my new shop to go to. Uh, if you're in there, check out my friend Sky. She is very knowledgeable and she'll give you a you know, a good recommendation. What is it over there on Glen Oaks and Roscoe? Something, something like, like that. that. It's in Burbank, you know. Um, I've got some ice water, uh, ice water, water. excuse me. Yeah, uh, ice water uh, <laughs> moon rocks Ooh. inside, and uh, they are mixed with the free gram I got from Exhalance, which is Jack Herrera. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, so it's going to be a nice stony smoke for me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got uh, a wrapped blunt here with <laughs> twisted hemp wrap uh mm -hmm. the california dream uh it's got slimer in it which is like 22 23 percent thc and then it's got uh strawnana berry strawnana berry like uh 28 something like that it was a hybrid the slimer is also a hybrid but uh, uh yeah and i think they both lean uh sativa positive okay mine's all sativa today uh, I have a cavi cone, an apple drip cavi, cavi cone. Drip it. Drip it good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if this is sativa or indica. Uh, Colin picked it up for me. Um. Doesn't say on there? No, I've been looking. Oh. Uh, normally I go indica because sativa's really... Fuck my head up. <laughs> Get ready to fuck your head up today. Yeah. So I don't know what this is, but uh, just tell yourself it's indica, and then right? uh, you know your brain will just make it indica. Yeah, your perception is your actuality. Yeah. But uh, uh, shall we gently touch tips before sparking? You got more to say on this? 
yeah, the THC is 479.62 milligrams. Okay. okay. Percentage? Uh, they don't give that. I guess that'd be a 479%. <laughs> With a 0.95 per, uh, milligrams of CBD. Because the milligrams is different than the percentage. Like, when you read yeah. the milligrams, that's not, like, necessarily the percentage of THC. So if it says 400 milligrams, it's not 400% I mean, THC. Uh, we used to smoke these all the time back in the day when we would be able to get, like, 2 for 15 over at Bonafide. Uh, R.I.P. I mean, I guess they're still <laughs> a thing. I don't know. I, we have, It's been a while. Yeah, but uh, sure. they, they, they hit hard. They're, they're a beautiful thing. Let's so, touch tips. All right. You listeners at home, spark us your weed. Inhale the THC and see what they're carrying an orange. And we have lit our blunts, ladies and gentlemen. Every personal is going. I'm slightly intimidated by how high I'm about to get. Awesome. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. (laughs) Just uh, want to give a little shout out to Jack Herrera. Uh, We did talk about him on a previous episode, but he was a weed enthusiast and a mover and shaker in the political movement for legal cannabis. And that's why they named the strain after him, because we should remember him. He opened up the first dispensary. Thank you, sir. In honor and remembrance. Thanks, Jack. Any other uh, 420 things that we want to talk about <coughs> before I jump down the, the mystery hole here? I'll say real quick that the first, uh, like the number one reason for it being 420, or at least like the supposed reason, is because a bunch of school kids had uh, their after school activity after class. So they got done at three, had their hour of after school activity. And then it was time to meet the smoke of blunt. And so that happened at 420. Mm-hmm. And then that inevitably became the lingo to be like 420 today, 420. If you uh, if you feel like hearkening back to previous episodes, yeah. that we've done, <laughs> uh, the first 420 loop we did, we definitely covered a bunch of the, yeah. uh, the 420 mysteries and unknowns. Um, and along with that theory, um, there was another like thing on top of it where there was a specific group of people who were told about a secret stash that someone, one of the older grade kids had left behind. And so it was like almost a treasure hunt that they would get together on 420 to go look for this secret stash. (laughs) My favorite theory was the Bob Dylan's Rainy Day Women 35 and 17 when multiplied together equals 420. And in that song, he sings over and over again, Everybody must get stoned. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's just my personal most, favorite. It's the most fun. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. And it is... It's technically the, the most widespread or the most, like... Well, it would be the oldest, considering that that song <laughs> came out in, like, 1966. Well, no, the kids of school theory is from the 50s. Oh, 50s. All right. Yeah. I mean, sorry to be the older theory here. <laughs> <laughs> but Bob Dylan definitely reaches more people than these kids sure. in high school or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hard to say. It depends on where the actual number comes from. You know, if it is the kids, True. then I would say 420 is far reaching as Bob Dylan, perhaps. I don't know. Or at least that song. Yeah. <laughs> right in, folks. You let us know your yeah, yeah. opinion. And Tell us on Twitch. I'll, I'll go with that. So, are we doing some time travel today? There was a mention of time in there. We are doing. Okay. Chris's trippy time traveling tales. I am surprised that 
uh, Rob doesn't know what that song was that I <laughs> I read. I, I recognize a little bit of it. I didn't say it in any song yeah, form whatsoever. I know. So. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I should know this, and yet I'm. I'll give you the the artiste, and then I'll see if you can know the name of the song, or do you, would you like it the other way around, the name of the song? I mean, I think the name of the song to the artist would be easier. Okay. So you want the challenge, right? You want the <laughs> Sure, put, sure. Put challenge Rob's music skills to the I test. I know, right? Today. I've already forgotten all of the, what he just said, but let's go. I mean, it's like a magician, you know? It's like I forced made you choose to choose whatever I wanted. So. Look, I mean, if there's an X-Men question coming down the tubes, y'all lay it on me. <laughs> We've all got our thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I would uh, do, do the song title and I'll just name the artist. Fine. Okay. This guy. <laughs> a hazy shade of winter. A hazy shade of winter? He doesn't know. I do not know. I'm sorry. Is this a like... guy by the name of Paul Simon? Oh, okay. All right. He's, he's right. He's written a few ditties. Yeah, know, I've, seen him, I've seen him live. I've seen him live. You've seen him live and you don't know this. <laughs> do you he's think he's definitely just... not off of my favorite album by should, him. Or... Should, you should, like, be. should you stop saying you like music, you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if we had asked Chris a question about sound, him being a sound guy, he would have known. Well, yeah. either way, if you were to said Paul Simon, I would not have guessed a hazy shade, shade of, of winter. winter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a well-known Paul Simon. <laughs> no, but it is a song by him that talks about, you know, like time passing. And uh, it also had a thing about, you know, the grass is high. So I was like, oh, it's <laughs> the double win there for me. Uh, and okay, time and high grass? <laughs> I thought it was a success. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. So, yes, this is Tristan's Trippy Time Traveling Tales. Okay. Is this uh, like part, part five? five, maybe? Yeah. Tristan's Trippy Time Traveling Tales. I get them mixed. Spice or from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I often get them confused with the uh, Tristan's Holes, and so it's, yes. it's hard to differentiate and separate them when I'm. Oh, you know when you're in Tristan's Hall. I mean, here's Trust the thing. Me. You do lose track of time. We might still be in Tristan's Hall. <laughs> right. You do lose track of time when you're in Tristan's Halls. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. All time is now, so <laughs> who's, who's to say? Anyways, I digress. Uh, with Tristan's trippy time-traveling tales, it uh, comes with um, a throwback to some like listener comments. Yeah. Okay. We read gotcha. your comments. It's true. I we mean, listen. You can get on the. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause I> listen. <laughs> Reference to the 13th Warrior starring Antonio Mendez. I mean, if, if you don't love Antonio Mendez, you watch that movie, and then if you still don't, I don't know. Then <laughs> watch Puss in Boots. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would say Desperado is probably the first place I really started liking Antonio Benderis. That's that is a great his movie. most badassery. Yeah. Film. What about Spy Kids, yo? Spy Kids, of course. Yeah, Who doesn't love Spy Kids? Four rooms. Mine. <laughs> the one where he's trapped in a mine. <laughs> you know, he won an award for that. Did he? What's going on? <laughs> okay, so Antonio Banderas is a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, so yes, 
We got a comment on the Oakville Blobs mystery yeah. with Amanda Hoopman. Okay. And N1 uh, Navaria, Navira. Okay. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> she said, you guys, I'm just at the point y'all are talking about log lasting nausea, and it reminded me that there's a thing in pregnancy. <laughs> a thing in pregnancy. A thing in pregnancy called hypermers... Hyper... Hypermesis, hypermesis gravidarum. Okay. Sure. Yep. And that's where the morning sickness lasts for longer than expected. And some pregnant people may not even need to be hospitalized. Oh, may even may need, even to, be need to be hospitalized. Wow, that would suck. Well, I can say I don't know how old the lady was that got all this uh, nausea and sickness. <laughs> But I did watch the Unsolved Mysteries in doing my research, and the person portraying that lady was older. Was old, yeah. Uh, okay. But past, I, I want to say fairly certain past the point of pregnancy. Hmm. They could have been menopause. But. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if they get hypermesis gravirium from that though, because then I don't sure. think there would be mornings. I mean, you would get like whatever comes with menopause which is also uncomfortable i'm sure uh, <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it is anyway Any let us know yeah just saying unlikely that she was pregnant but yeah yeah uh we got a message from anna vieira Okay. She okay. said, uh, what's up? And asked if Hi. we were going live on Twitch, which we are. So I hope you're watching and you yes. join. And hello. <laughs> yes, Tristan and I both responded. Yes, we double responded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than being ghosted, right? Or yeah. like not yeah, responded yeah, yeah, yeah. to? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. There's probably a ton of podcasts out there where you message the people and never get any kind of response or anything. So, you but know. why have listeners? Right. Yeah, if you want to be part of the show, it's pretty easy. We respond to that stuff. <laughs> we have episodes dedicated to it. Yeah, sure. right? Here's one right now. You're listening. <laughs> Built it in for a reason, people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our friend Kyle Ian Fisher. Ah. Oh, guest from the yes. podcast. Indeed. Uh, he commented on our Patreon post regarding um, the Romans uh, soldiers vanishing. Oh, yeah, the, the Collins, missing Collins episode. Yes. Le Roman Legion, whatever number they were. And he said, everyone knows they succeeded during the great, uh, the great any way you slice it debate to form a colony of square pizza lovers on, <laughs> on Sicily. <laughs> it's like, wait, am I reading this? Right? Yes. He made yes, a little yes. Caesar's joke. Yes, yes. Uh, whether you triangle or square it, you know, that's. I mean, I kind of like the squares because then you yeah. get some where there's like no crust. It's just all like yummy topping. And I'm also a big fan of those little tiny corner pieces that are like mostly crust. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like it gets a variety, a, a little bit of both. Yeah. It's like normal pizza with the normal amount of crust, no extra pizza with no crust, and then extra pizza with extra crust. The world is really just a rainbow of different colors and like, you know, variety is the spice of life. So square your pizza today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, live out loud. Be different. You uh, can square your pizza if you really want. <laughs> square it all the time. <laughs> Uh, we just got... square pieces of pizza <laughs> dancing in the background. Some with pepperoni, some without. 
<laughs> we also got a lot of love on our High Mystery podcast trailer thingy we did. Yeah. yeah. Our guest uh, Sarah Newton commented on it, and she said that it made her laugh out loud and that, you know, we're hilarious, and we can't argue with that. <laughs> we can't. We, yeah. we, we agree with you, Sarah. <laughs> we got uh, Eric Thies. Tice. Tice? Yeah. Yeah, a guest. He was a former guest. Yes. Check out that episode. He uh-huh. said he loved it. We got Mike and Claire. Okay. They gave us a bravo with claps. Uh, we got our our audio fanatic, uh, Chris Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his his own emoji face with stars. Oh, that is his face. That he made. Yeah. He also, for those that don't know, uh, he also made the intro and outro yep. to this podcast. So shout out to him. <laughs> Blue Smurf or whatever his name is. On yes. <laughs> or is that all our shout outs? No. Oh, we got more. Yeah. Okay, Ariana, so more. our voice of High <coughs> Mystery, the um, podcast. Yes. She gave us clappy hands. And then I will say that... Um, Two more little shout outs that talking about the inner earth got some love and yeah. Oregon Jedi 420 okay. knew that their homie self-made 101 needed to see the the post. So he got like tagged in it and then he <laughs> did reply, self-made 101 did reply saying that there's really a magnetic mountain there that you got to remember, dude. Yeah. Uh, Mercador made a very, very detailed map of the North Pole, and we use the Mercator maps today, but they try to cover up the North Pole detailed map, but could not. But they did whitewash the history of the story behind all the other explorers. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That went, and our tunnels under Earth, there's no doubt about that. And there's actually thousands and thousands of humans under there Damn. that's never seen daylight before uh, that are controlled. We I'm might have it. to do another episode where we talk about that and we'll phone them in. Uh, <laughs> we'll do our first ever phone. Tell us about the magnetic mountain. <laughs> that sounds like a sweet villain's lair. Yeah. No matter what you do, I must have the magnetic mountain in the north. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you can find that episode... Uh, other than Podbean, because it was such an early episode where we talked about the concave earth. Oh, really? But then I did a Tristan's Hole where I talked about it again. And we that's, revisited. That's, that's where he... Uh, yeah. <coughs> that's the information he took from. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. sure. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, our friend and guest, Amanda Hootman. Hoots. 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 Liked the jackalope <coughs> picture that we put up, and she yeah. wanted to let us know that he is a handsome boy. Yeah, <laughs> I just find, you know, the easiest uh, jackalope to superimpose on our thing. <laughs> Did you we, see the Lunchables guy that I was talking about when you Googled it? The um, Lunchables guy? Yeah, that's the mascot for Lunchables mix em up is a platypus <laughs> and a jackalope. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I saw your picture. That's right, I remember. Yeah, it's been a minute since you said it, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we will have a jackalope on this podcast. There will be a jackalope. We will on mount the it. <laughs> if you would like to donate toward the cost of our jackalope mounting, please become a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> and I will do everything we can to make sure that it's uh, ethically sourced because. Yeah. I'll talk to I my taxidermist friend. 
in Wisconsin. Yeah, there we right? go. Isn't I'll he see, like I'll number two in the number two in the nation or the can, world? He can find us a rabbit that died of natural causes. Yeah, sure. Okay, good. And yeah. some antlers that are just like on the ground. I mean, I'd be reaching out to a person that a I don't remember. <laughs> B, they don't that? remember really? me. <laughs> These are memories that we're talking about right now. You're I'd be lying. searching on Google second largest taxidermist in the world. It's, I mean, 2003 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> the easiest one. way is probably just to get a jackalope that's made from artificial things and not animal parts. Sure. Do they have that? I I would imagine. Okay. We'll we'll look it up. We'll find out. You know, I'm on the jackalope. Or even even if you just want us to paint us a jackalope, we'll hang that on. That's true. You know, we love fan artwork. Yeah, we do. Oh, and Claire, if you're listening, I sent that package out, so it's on. (laughs) It's on the way. (laughs) That's true. One of our listeners sent us art, so we sent him a mug and some thank you gifts. Yeah. It is lovely art. Like, I'm blown away by it, and I love it. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> is that all of our audience shout-outs? It is. Thank you so much for your comments. Please keep them coming. If you have a theory about one of our mysteries, we would love to hear it. Yes. Uh, if you have a, a mystery that you would like us to tackle, um, my aunt gave us one that I'm going to look into. Oh. Um, so please let us know what... Uh, mysteries yeah, or theories yeah. you would like to us to, to tackle we, and hear from. We love when you do a little of the work for us. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I'm just, you know, I keep like searching the same web articles and stuff like that. 15 crazy mysteries. <laughs> I'm like, I've already seen all these mysteries crazier. <laughs> I was talking to Ariana the other day that we haven't even gotten to some of the most like hard-hitting controversial theories and mysteries out there. Like no one's done 9-11. No one's done the JFK yeah. assassinations. Yeah. No one's done, you know, like there's some heavy hitters there's, out there sure. that we just like. Yeah, I mean, I like light mysteries. <laughs> I'll do and, the 9-11 one. Yeah, go ahead. Not? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll try to make it as funny as possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. And not just really Be- sad. You'll be definitely hearing about a disappearance in my Patreon coming up. So, oh. But today we're talking about time travel. We are talking about time travel. I want to know what's up. Who are we talking about? Who's traveling through time? The first Is it Cable from X-Men? Uh, he does. <laughs> Yeah, he does. I'm not going to talk about him today. Ah, this is the worst episode ever. Is that really because I was like, I won't be able to say anything. That'll be his episode. It's true. Is that your favorite time traveler? Would you say Cable is? Ooh. (laughs) I would say my favorite time traveler from like the X-Men universe. No, just in general. Like uh, that's ever. Like it could be Bill and Ted. It could could be be Bill and Ted. It could be Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it would be Cable. Cable? He's just awesome. He's pretty undeniably awesome. But if I wanted to go real deep cut, I might say Bastion, which is like a super sentinel that comes back and is actually able to turn humans into other sentinels. So he's like really extremely dangerous. But anyway, we're not talking about X-Men. Okay. <laughs> we gotta do his time traveler before uh, I get too excited. I would say Scott Bakula. <laughs> Scott Bakula, that's a solid one. <laughs> I love that one. You and know you got Marty McFly? I it was it was definitely gonna be something like a, a Marty McFly or a Terminator. Um 
but yeah, the Scott Bakula is tall because you get to jump yeah. into their body and live their life for That's right. it's crazy. a brief moment of time. Mm-hmm. And then you fucking jump to another fucking Beat me time. up, Ziggy. Yeah, pretty cool because then you could experience like any celebrity at any yeah. time or any president or whatever yeah. at any time. That's pretty solid. But today we're talking about other people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are we person, talking about? One person I'm going to mention again just because he has a lot of involvement in like time travels and stuff. And this was like uh, an article that I recently came across. So I guess it's kind of like a Tristan's Holes amongst time traveling tales. <laughs> okay. And not to confuse you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but if I put this in a Tristan's Hole, it would be equally confusing. So okay. whatever. Okay. I'm already confused. I got news from our guy. <laughs> Al Balik. Oh, uh, Alec Balik. Yeah. <laughs> you said it correct. Did everyone have a stroke? <laughs> Did everyone have a stroke before we started recording this episode? Al Balik? Yeah, yeah, Al Balik. Okay. That guy. All he right. was the guy in the Montauk Project. And yeah, I'll, I'll He was the guy that bit. met, uh, met uh, Mark, Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> His claim to fame. <laughs> Why did he meet Mark Hamill? I don't know, but that's when his life really popped off for him. That was like his life destiny was to have them come together. Okay, got it. So there was a news article published uh, this February 2020. Um, So yeah, a little backstory. Al Al Bielik was born in 1927 and worked in some of the uh, strongest and most controversial fringes of the U.S. military. Yeah. He claims that uh, technological prowess of the United States is far more advanced than we could imagine. He also offers details about uh, psychological brainwashing on the United States government. Okay. Uh, He claims that his involvement with the U.S. military technology research began when he started working on the Montauk Project, which we mentioned last time. Mm -hmm. And he also revealed details of the Philadelphia Experiment, which we have covered. You know this, people. You, I, I hope. Yeah. We've talked about it. I hope you listen. Yeah. You haven't done a Philadelphia experiment standalone. I did. Only in the pilot that you can get on Patreon. Right. So there you go, people. Made <laughs> <laughs> it real easy Patreon. for you. <laughs> the Inception. It's like the best way to hit it. Um, <laughs> so many of the experiments involved in that project were related to mind control, which was used against members of the U.S. military in their uh contract their contractors to ensure complete secrecy um, around some of the more bizarre operations. Mm. So he himself was flashy thinged or whatever. Uh, and he says, how would you know if you got flashy? Thinged? Because his memories begin to come back to him. Oh, the flashy thing. It wasn't a permanent erase. It was like a, an earlier model of the flashy oh. thing since he was like involved in their earlier processes. And they had the AT4 1000, <laughs> right? Not they the had the AT4 2005. They had the one you had mm-hmm. to like crank start. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the gas powered one. Hold on, just stay still. It's gonna be another 30 seconds. <laughs> just give me a minute. Just give me a minute there. It's worth it. It's okay. worth it. I promise. Look into this. Look into it. Oh, didn't quite get it. <laughs> uh, so now that his memories have come back to him, he wants everyone to know all the things. Um, 
as we said last time we talked about him, he claims to have also traveled to Mars on several occasions, as well as the year uh, 1000 BC to view a research station. Now, is he saying that he's transporting himself to Mars? Like, yeah. So to, is where uh, where is his time travel coming from? Is it a device or is it? Yes. Okay. Like a government, like I imagine like a Stargate type. Scenario. Okay. The government's got a big device that yeah. he steps inside and he's like, send me to Mars. Yes. <laughs> but, but when they had atmosphere back in, back in the day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So it's back in time Mars. Yeah. So not only can he shift space, he can yeah. also shift <clears throat> Time. Which one assumes that when you're shifting, shifting time, time, you can, you can shift, shift space. space. Yeah. Hey, you know, you want to shift some space, you know. I've already figured out shifting time. You get them both. Right. All right. It's a package deal. It's a package deal. You'll win. No loss on my side. Why wouldn't you sign up? <laughs> so the biggest and I guess like most current Revelant thing that he has brought to the table was suggesting that there would be a terrible uh, catastrophe in the next few decades which would irrevocably completely change the landscape of the united states and i present to you twitch viewers with the map and action rob (laughs) (laughs) away rob (laughs) um and so for the people who can see the map and we'll probably put this up on the instas for people who aren't twitching Yes. <laughs> uh, it shows like the different areas in which like there will be the collapse of uh, the governmental system and like the restructuring <laughs> of uh, the states and stuff. The governmental system, it's collapsing. Okay. Who are we going to call? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it, but I'll try. <laughs> we yes. can count on you, Rock. <laughs> Go get him, Rock. This is what America stands for. Anyway, I would trust in the Rock. Right? It reminds me of one of those maps they put up in front of, like, uh, listen, I understand that you're all politicians and you don't understand what I'm saying, but this map indicates that in two days the whole of the United States will be underwater. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also is very interesting. I didn't send uh, Rob the picture, so we can't put it up, but it's now, now to me, I'm noticing that it's interesting. It also looks like uh, maps that are out right now about like the 5G stations, like where their heavy yeah. 5G stations are, and also like where heavy outbreaks of the pandemic have been happening, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Yeah, we all we all know it. So, who's to say? That's that's all I got you on the newest with Al Bielik. Al Bielik. Al Bielik. What's, <laughs> what's new with you, the podcast? <laughs> Hi, this is Al Bielik. <laughs> I'm Matt Mark Hamill. <laughs> I'd like to tell you about why my time on this earth was significant. I mean, it's like, you know, he was going to tell you a bunch of far-fetched stuff, but if you know that he has indeed met Mark Hamill, you're like, okay. <laughs> wow. I, could, I guess I could believe that. Or <laughs> you're pretty legitimized. <laughs> Even though you're wearing a shower cap as pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some quicker stuff here. Okay. okay. Uh, we got Andrew Basiago. 
Andrew Bastiago. Yeah, he was a Seattle attorney, and he okay. claims that from ages 7 to 12, he was part of uh, Project Pegasus. Oh, that's a fun name. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like Super it. Cool. Guys, we workshopped and found something great. It's a government program <laughs> that worked on teleportation and time travel under the Defense Advance, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Okay, say that one more time. Which the part? name of the company or whatever. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. That's an acting exercise to say that three times fast. <laughs> That's your warm up right there. <laughs> we just almost had a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> That's on the Patreon. You, uh, you yeah. 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 <laughs> we don't give those for free. Uh, so they trained children along with adults so that they could test the mental and physical effects of time travel on kids. Also, children had an advantage over adults in terms of adapting to the strains of moving between past, present, and future. Oh, okay. So these kids are time traveling? Is yeah. Is that what's happening here? The kids are time traveling. So are the <coughs> adults. But the kids are handling it better. Like, they're not oh, getting time travel sickness. Yeah. That's... I, you know, they're, like, malleable, I guess, mm. to... Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of makes sense. It's like, uh, like, if you break a bone at a certain time, it's stronger after it heals than it was before. Right? Yeah, kids just heal faster, sure. I guess. Sure. Um, yeah. That was his claim, and he, he ran to <laughs> Huffington Post with that, and they were like, okay, we'll run that story. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah. What else we got to do today? <laughs> uh, we got Ronald L. Mallet. Ronald L. Mallet. Okay. He's a retired professor of theoretical physics at the University of Connecticut and just happens to be working on a machine that can send him back in time to see his father, who passed away when oh. uh, Mallet was only a boy. <laughs> Maybe he could figure out something like the movie Frequency mm -hmm. and just talk to his dad through the radio waves in the past. Yeah. I mean, it's like, also, if it gives him comfort, for sure. Like, yeah. Good for you. Like, I don't understand, like, I was going to say this next part, that most members of scientific community have been outspoken in their objections. It's like, why do you need to be outspoken about your objections? Like, Yeah, what's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah. But, you know, Mallet's not going to let that stop him. Um, or it could be like that movie where the mailbox was... Traveling through time. Oh, like the note, the notebook. No, no it's not the notebook. It's no. like uh, not the notebook. <laughs> yeah, the, but there's like a romance situation where like they yeah. can talk. It's like pen pals through Wasn't time. It Sandra Bullock and uh, like Anu Reeves. the lake house or something. The like lake that? house. Yeah. yeah. How did I know that? That is crazy. <laughs> That's the one where they're sending notes, like through thirty years difference yeah. in time. Yeah. For sure. Through the portal of the mailbox. Indeed. What I don't get is why they didn't try to, like, Indian in the cupboard it and just, like, shove their whole body in the mailbox. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, surprise! <laughs> Trump through time. Mail me, mailman! <laughs> the mailbox was so little. Suppose you could get your head in there, maybe. Right? Or just yeah, stick your, just... You know, your arm in there and give, like, an HJ or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just How romantic of you, caress, Justin. Caress the hair. How romantic. 
<laughs> the next note from Tristan just says, hey, put your hand in. I'm trying to get a hand beat. Right? <laughs> I mean, or you could have spent, like, technology through time or, like, hey, here's some winning lotto numbers. Tristan's, like, <laughs> sipping handjob poetry through 30 years of the time. He's, like, <laughs> sending a note that says... The pools of your hands, <laughs> soft with milk and honey. <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to get HJs, using a poem is a good way to go about it. Are you just standing there with your dick in the mailbox, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for? Nothing to see here, guys. <laughs> the mailman comes up and he's like, "You know, I have to put my hand in there, right?" Come Wait on. your turn. <laughs> Wait your turn. Uh, okay, Valerie Lakianava. Lucky, Lucio, Lucia Nova, Lucia Nova, Lucia Nova. Better the second time. Yeah. Okay. I rolled off the tongue a little easier the second time. <laughs> What's her deal? Uh, she claims to be a real life Barbie, and okay. she also claims to I be a time I've, traveler. I think I've seen her. Does she have like crazy narrow waist and? Yeah, she was on Vice. If you yeah. if you watch Vice, you seen her. She did a whole documentary on there called Space Barbie. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. she says the aim, this is a quote for her from her, so it's not my life when I say my life, it's, it's her life, obviously. <laughs> okay. The aim of my life is to come to this planet to help people to realize that it is necessary to move from the role of the human consumer into the role of human demigod. Human demigod. I love that. I'm like I all about it. human demigod. <laughs> Would you rather be a consumer or a demigod? I would rather be a demigod. All right. Yeah. <laughs> she goes on to say that physical perfection truly is the best medium through which to deliver life-changing philosophy to human race. Oh, so she's saying that we're all like uh, superficial or whatever. We won't listen to ugly people. That's what she's saying. Well, there is some validity to that. <laughs> I mean, some beautiful people do uh, tend to ignore non-beautiful people. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to spark another joint that I have here that I got today. It's a bloom roll. Uh, and it doesn't say what's in it. Uh, it's a bloom roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's a okay. bloom roll. The strain is platinum cookies. It's, okay. It's a little joint. It's got a nice tip on it. I, uh, it. demolished the blend I had before we even got to the mysteries. I'm not going to lie. I was. I could like. Uh, Rob had its back. I, yeah, I was like forty minutes deep, just like, still like I had only hit the halfway point. We're only forty six minutes. What are you talking about? That was six minutes ago, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yeah, I honestly got this joint out because I saw Rob was still smoking his. I didn't want to be all alone, and he put it out. I uh, yeah, I had to have communication for the uh, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah. Happy so, 420! So. All right. Back to Tristan. Michael Ralphie. Mikey Ralph. Mikey Ralph. Oh, guys. His friends say. Don't put me down because my name's Little Mikey Ralphie. <laughs> he is an ex US military member, which is funny to picture that voice. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Trail Sergeant. You always ride my back. <laughs> Boy, bust 
of my chops. That's right, pile. Uh, member who uh, he's a U.S. military member who's made it his mission to inform the masses about the government's weaponized Tesla-based quantum access time travel technology. Oh, yeah, buddy. So he's really at war with Tesla, huh? Uh, well, no, it's just Tesla's invention. Like the government's the one who's weaponizing it. Got you. I see. You know, that's like him saying you're against Einstein or whatever. He's the, um, he's like the Terminator then. He's like coming back to help destroy a key piece of technology that goes bad later in the future. That's his concept. Uh, I just want to make sure it's lame and played out and already been done. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Already played out. I mean, this but, will not be coming uh, to a theater near you. <laughs> it's already been done. We got to take down Tesla. <laughs> Or else the future is doomed. Doomed! Uh, <laughs> Good luck, Tesla has alien friends. <laughs> According to, what did we say, Ralphie? Yeah, Ralphie. Mikey Ralphie. Ralphie. Ralphie's. Uh, <laughs> he was sent to live on Mars in 1976. There's a lot of Mars travel. Yeah. So I mean, you know it's you, legitimate. They all, can, they all agree on the Mars travel. If you can go to Mars, why not? Yeah, just make sure it's... Uh, atmospheric season (laughs) make sure there's at least like you know one tree up there yeah (laughs) um and then 20 years later he was transported back to earth uh where he had his age reversed oh that's convenient and then i guess like if you want to go down the rabbit hole that is him yeah mikey rolfi hole yeah you can check out his essay <laughs> on how to protect yourself from military and alien abductions okay uh, self-defense it's uh not just tinfoil wrapped around your head <laughs> what is it <laughs> shows you a lot of defensive moves karate chops that kind of thing <laughs> when you're faced with an alien always aim low they have incredibly weak shins <laughs> We got Charlotte Ann Moberly and Eleanor Jordan. Charlotte Ann Moberly and Elliot Jordan. Eleanor. Eleanor Jordan. God. Eleanor Jordan. <laughs> Eleanor Jordan. Eleanor Jordan. Eleanor Jordan. All they, these are acting exercises. Yes. <laughs> they allegedly experienced a time slip, which we have talked about. It's not like an intentional. <clears throat> Traveling uh, in time is kind of like these people. Are they together? Yes. Oh, yeah. they're together. They the same time slip together. Yeah. So it's like rules oh, out snap. like someone hallucinating or daydreaming or whatever. Or they Unless could they could be joint hallucinating. I guess it doesn't say that rare. they're like they took two tabs of acid right before this happened. <laughs> they didn't need strange mushrooms in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were visiting Versailles in the early twentieth century. Uh, and they didn't think much <coughs> of the palace. And then they were all of a sudden in the 16th century of French. Of France. Okay. Or with, with like royals and stuff. And they were yeah. like Versailles. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, they spent a lot of money for this. And Lipstick so, <laughs> on a gorilla. <laughs> so Eleanor then, uh, she decides to write of the incidences in a book of hers. Uh, and a quote from that, she says, everything suddenly looked unnatural, therefore unpleasant. 
Even the trees seemed to become flat and lifeless, like wood worked in tapestry. There were no effects of light and shade, and no wind stirred the trees. Mm. Um, while in the flat and lifeless world, the woman allegedly ran into Marie Antoinette, Oh. And a few Revolutionary-era soldiers, uh, despite being described as two highly educated English women, their <clears throat> story was uh, thrown out by their fellow academics and uh, was mostly believed that the women experienced a, a shared delusion. Yeah, I remember okay. doing a little bit of uh, reading about that particular one. Uh, I think oh, they sorry. ended up... Uh, Writing a book together about it or something. The two ladies from Harvard or Princeton or wherever the hell the fuck they were. I got three more on the list here. Yeah, Um, three more. The K-Fish says, this is just John Carter. (laughs) I I would have to agree. Uh, That's like a Disney movie, right? Yeah, Yeah. John Carter goes to Mars. I I didn't see it. I mean, it did not get great reviews. Shall we do a Rotten Tomato? Uh, yeah, sure. I've never seen it, but uh, I will say... It was heavy it, CG. I the storyline was semi-like, um, I want to say, religious in a way, I think. I uh, am pretty sure it's not very well received. I am going to give it a 6%. Ooh, I'm going to say 23%. 23%. i am going to go with... Uh, thirteen, and do we have something from the Twitch viewers? Can we can we get a number from you guys? Uh, zero and a hundred. They they do do zero. We have gotten a zero. We all guessed one, or we all guessed a number, and we were all wrong. Yeah. What do you think, Twitchers? <laughs> if you've got a number, I said six. Tristan, what'd you say? I said thirteen. I said twenty-three. Okay, so if, if you throw out those numbers, now's the time. I'll do one person in between. Give them time to... (laughs) For sure. Do it. We got William Stillings. He's another member of Project Pegasus, uh, the secret program with the children. And um, he also went to Mars. Of course. It's like the thing to do now. It's like, oh, of course you went to Mars. Who hasn't gone to Mars? I mean, come on. Did you get the t-shirt? Right, I guess one <laughs> one thing that he has on top of the others is that he allegedly met President Obama while on Mars. So that, I guess, would entail that Obama's a time traveler, too, or, like, or <laughs> he's chilling like, on Mars. Yeah. Hello, my favorite little time traveler. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> it said only the president was traveling under a num- another name, Barry Sotoro. Nice. Okay. Just cruising the galaxy. It's definitely That's just his alias while he's time traveling. Barry Satoro. That's tight. I'll read that comic book. (laughs) And of course, you know, the White House denies such claims. Of course they do. Yeah. All right. We got got some numbers for this John Carter, right? That's what we're doing? Yep. (laughs) I know what it is. We, I said six. Thirteen. Twenty-three. And the Twitch said 16. The correct answer is 52%. Whoa! Whoa. John Carter! I underestimated you. We all did. I guess there's a conspiracy that any movie with Mars in the title does poorly. But they didn't. Oh, but Mars isn't in the title. No, no. Yeah, Mars isn't in the title, and I guess that's why they removed it, is because... 
they've done their research and any movie with Mars in the title just automatically tanks. People are like, oh, I'm so over Mars. It's so (laughs) passe. What time traveler didn't go to Mars? Right. right? Apparently they all did. Obama, I mean, not to make it less than by saying Obama way, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, you're only adding credence. Right, yeah. (laughs) The cave fish says Obama is short for Obama's. Up on Mars. Up on Mars. Up on Mars. It all makes sense. See, guys, you just have to, like, open your eyes to the truth. (laughs) See the unseen. (laughs) We got Ed Cameron. Ed Cameron. Sounds like a guy who explores the bottom of the sea. Uh, he was also hired to work the Mantok project. Oh, of course he was. You need a lot of people to work that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just uh, Alan there. It was multiple people. Yeah. Uh, and so it sent him across time to meet such mathematical luminaries such as <laughs> Tesla and Albert Einstein. And, like, if you think about it, maybe that was who Tesla thought was aliens, you know, because he says that he would receive messages from aliens. Maybe it's just, like, people from the Montauk Project coming and talking to him, like, helping him advance mm. his... The studies or whatever, yeah, or make sure that time works out, or I don't know. <laughs> That's you a know theory that all al- pans out for us from the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cameron said that those two scientists even helped work out the mathematics for finishing the time portal, t- time portal built beneath Montauk, which okay. uh, doesn't totally make sense to me. Like maybe. The first part of the time thing was only like verbally, like he could only send like a radio message, and then like with their help, he was they were able to finish the whole thing, or maybe they could only send like a hologram at first. Got you. Started at frequency, then got to escape from New York level, and then got all the way up to Terminator. Right, and apparently he was doing some shit where like people weren't really happy with what he was doing. And it got him interrogated by aliens. And then he was dropped off uh, at the Pentagon and his memory wiped. And then... uh, Listen, I want to help you out. I really do. I want to be your friend today. But my partner's a real jerk. That's right! (laughs) And then, yeah, him and Al got together and was like, dude, you too? Me too? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We We know what's up. A lifelong friend right there. That's a Pixar movie, honestly. I think so. It's definitely a, a buddy bromance movie in the works. Good cop, bad cop, alien style. <laughs> That's your title right there. I wouldn't even workshop it. I wouldn't even it's a bit long. It. I mean, it's a bit long. Good cop, bad cop, wow, alien. It will sell. <laughs> I can't budge on this. I can't. I, this is I mean, one that Harley Quinn movie had a long title and it did fine, right? I'm married to the title, you guys, okay? Can we just like G, C, B, C, A, C, A, S? Because that's way less confusing. <laughs> I'm just trying to shorten it, guys. It's just a little long. It's hard to say over and over, you know. It will sell. <laughs> Tell you, we got the next Moana on our hands here. <laughs> got one more time travel. One more. All right, who's Who this guy? Uh, it's, a, it's a pair. Oh, another pair. Zhao Xiao and Zhao Mei. Okay. Yep. I said those. Is that Chinese right. or? Yes. Okay. 
2012, it was reported by the China Daily that these really? two teen, these two teenage Chinese girls, uh, here's here's something for you, Rob. They committed suicide by oh. drowning themselves in a pool <laughs> in order to travel back in time. After one of the girls lost the remote control to her parents' garage door. <laughs> I don't oh know why that's gosh. for me. Why, you know, why is that for Rob? Because <laughs> Rob always brings in the stories where people are missing or dying or trying. Uh, oh, missing, okay. yes. Not Didn't you bring in the one bro. where like the girl drowned herself in like the hotel water septic that tank? That was Holly. That was Holly. <laughs> Holly, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> make me look bad. In here. Shout out to Holly for the dark stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so here's the thing. Writers from outside China speculated that the paper bankrolled by the Chinese government is pumping up the time travel aspect to paint the girl's suicide as a, a direct result of the evil influence of time travel as opposed to like the overbearing scariness of a father who would be upset about a garage door remote being lost. You know, that's just a group meeting that got really off the rails. You know? In what room where they were like, you know what, we've got an unfortunate situation. We have two girls who uh, died by suicide. How do we handle this? Let's, uh, let's, let's work in the time travel angle. Everybody's thinking time travel is a great thing that's happening. I just saved the world, guys. <laughs> I'm glad you said that, Colin, that it is died by suicide. We don't say committed suicide. It's true. Um, But it also makes me think of, like, the teenage girls who believed in uh, Slender Man, who, like, came up with this whole, like, delusion and, like, came up with a plan to, like, kill their friends. So, like, I feel like, to a certain extent, people do have these, like, irrational thoughts and they just, like, get together with someone who, like, feels the fire. And next thing you know... Yeah, you have. Or, like, look at any, like, cult right. or large-scale right. suicide you gotta drink this, type thing. The, yeah. the drink so your, your soul can be free and go into the spacecraft that's coming. Yep. Mm, the Hellbop Comet mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Heaven's Gate. That's it. <laughs> then the spacecraft comes. The and spacecraft. it's just an RV that's not even very nice. <laughs> this jalopy he keeps breaking down supposed to go to a resort end up going to some lake stop at wendy's they only let you get one junior sandwich no sides can't even get the bacon <laughs> With that, the veil of time is lifted. What time is it? Is it the present, past, or future? Is all time now? The answer is yes. Tune in next time to High Mystery, the podcast. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. And I'm Colin. Wait, Rob, don't hit that thing. Let's do one more round of Rotten Tomatoes for Desperado. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think Desperado is pretty high. I'm going to give it an 82%. I'm going to give it a 91 I'm going to give it a 76. And it is a 62. We like it a lot more than maybe it's reality. Have you listened to him play that song on the guitar, man? Come on. Oh, no, it's not a guitar. There's guns. All I remember is in the end when the guy has the bazooka guitar case. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie has gotten insane. But I do love it. (laughs) And he's got, like, Gatling guns and the other ones. It's crazy. I just like that. Also, like, Steve Buscemi's in it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It gets the Buscemi bump, right? <laughs> the Buscemi. <laughs> That's why I was thinking it was at least like yeah, 90. Come on. It's got Buscemi's in it. Oh, anyway. Prime mystery. Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> Happy 420. Oh, yeah. It's 420. Happy 420. <laughs>